relatively shortly, I believe. God's hand is mightily upon this uh, young couple, and see his wife out there helping with one of the babies. I've known him for for a long time. I watched him when I was at the cathedral being raised up. I know his mom very well. He's one of the finest women of God we know. And I, I don't mean that. I'm not just saying that. I mean his, his mom's a powerhouse. And, uh, and his dad was a powerhouse too. His dad is going to be with Jesus. And uh, passed away through a plane crash a number of years ago. It was very tragic. He was a friend of mine. And I watched uh, this young man overcome that and, uh, and really get on fire in a genuine, intimate walk with Jesus. And he's a Joshua amongst this generation. He's, uh, he's our, our youth leader, our youth pastor, really. And uh, he's a great, he's a great man of God. His wife's a great woman of God. And it, you know, God must love us something special. Send us Micah and Chanel and send us Minister Alex and Shelby and Pastor Vincent and Ava. And, you know, and, and to put us all together at this time. And you're a part of that, too. Amen. Please put your hands together for for our precious brother, Minister Alex Betson. Praise the Lord. You can have a seat. Would you grab your Bible and turn to Luke 5? I don't know if I so much like standing behind this thing. I'm kind of hiding... Yeah, can I come down? That's okay. All right. Yes, please. Well, thanks for receiving me and my wife as we've come to Alaska. As uh, you know, uh, about a week ago, I got properly uh, initiated as I was snowboarding into the great Alaskan life, and uh, praise the Lord, he's good, and uh, my arm is, uh, is getting a lot better, thank you for, very much for those of you who have been praying, uh, I can actually play an instrument, which, oh, I'm actually going to need it up there, I think, but I was going through withdrawals, I couldn't, no, 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 leave it, leave it, leave it, I got it, I was, uh, I was going through withdrawals, I, I'm the kind of guy that if I can't get on a piano, if I can't, like if I lose my voice, it's over. I, I just start freaking out because I love to sing. It's just something I love to do. So I, I was going through a little bit of withdrawals, not being able to play the keyboard and and uh, and play the guitar. But Micah's hooking me up because I'm gonna. Pastor Daniel said I could do whatever I want. So, uh, I, so I'm just gonna do whatever I want. I, just for a little bit. Um, but I don't. We we got it there, homeboy. Home slice, sorry. I'm homeboy. Oh no, I'm something different, but he's home slice. But uh go to go to Luke five. You guys can go ahead and turn there. We on? No? Yes? No? Okay. Well I'm gonna transition over there, okay?
We want to move the pulpit. All right. <laughs> Praise the Lord. This is going to be a great night. Can you guys hear that? Thank you. Now I look beautiful. Um, you know, uh, Pastor Daniel, he's, he's kind of funny. The first time we, well, we came up here in June, and uh, he just wouldn't let me sit and enjoy myself. He just had to throw me up. And, you know, to be honest, um, leading worship is not, is not my passion. But I will tell you, neither is preaching. Um, but I will tell you, my passion is being alone in my bedroom with Jesus. And, um, you know, just something about getting alone with Jesus. <laughs> you know, I, I do write songs. And every song that I've written has come from a quiet place, from sowing seeds in the secret place. And uh, I just want to share a song with you tonight before I just bust out crying and lose myself. But um, I'm just going to share a song that I wrote um, while I was in my bedroom and just hanging out with Jesus. And uh, it's become one of my most favorite. And honestly, I didn't write it for you. But um, I didn't write it for anybody. I really wrote it because I love Jesus. And so... Um, it's kind of a, it's kind of just a, a piece of my heart towards God, and so you're free to worship with me. I, the songs are the song is in PowerPoint, so hopefully they'll have it up there for you, so you can at least know what I'm singing. You're an old 
That's my favorite. Amen. Jesus is so good. You know, um, normally when someone asks me, you know, what are you going to preach tonight? I go, well, I'm going to preach about Jesus. Because uh, there's nothing greater than Jesus. To be, be honest with you, I, I, I've done drugs. I've, I've drank myself to sleep. I've, I've done a lot of highs, but there's no high greater than Jesus Christ. And spending time with Jesus, he is an overwhelming presence. If you're in Luke 5, I'm going to go ahead and get in the message. And, uh, you know, they, they, didn't, they didn't mention in the announcements that I was preaching, so, you know, I figure they didn't want anybody to know I was preaching, so <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just joking. Mike, I love you. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. You know, I, I told Pastor Daniel, he's like, you know, so you're going to preach. So I was like, okay, I'll do it. And, uh, you know, I said, but I thought you wanted to grow the church, not, not make everybody go away. <laughs> anyway, I'm just joking. Just playing. I believe that, that God has is, 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 uh, anointed me um, and that he's upon us. Amen? 
upon us to minister the word, upon, upon us to minister in love. So if you're in Luke 5, I want to I wanna read a familiar passage to you and, and just kind of minister to you tonight on a, a very simple subject on trusting in Jesus. And if you would, in Luke 5, we're going to start with verse 1. It says, So it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them. They weren't in the boats, but they were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. But Simon answered and said, come on, Jesus, come on. Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, come on, nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. Verse 8, when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' feet, sorry, at his knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they have taken. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light upon our path. Thank you, God, tonight. May you open our, our hearts to receive, our ears to hear, God, what you have to speak tonight. Father, I pray, Lord, that you would do something in us. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, we invite you even to come with a greater measure even now. We invite you in this place. Have your way in us, God. We thank you, Lord, for who you are. In Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Have you ever put your, your trust in someone or something? Uh, I, I, I'm reminded of when I was a kid, you know, I, I probably weigh around 175 to 180 right now, but when I was a kid, I, I was, I was not, I was, when I was 17 years old, I was around 245 pounds. And so I was, you know, honestly, my nickname at church, regrettably, but it was Life with Louie. And, uh, if you've ever seen Life with Louie, he's not, he's, he's a short little pudgy kid. And, uh, I looked exactly like him. And so uh, that's kind of my history. You know, I, I, the Lord helped me. I went on the Atkins diet. Hallelujah! Come on, Atkins. Uh, but I went on the Atkins diet and I lost about 30 pounds. But, I, you know, I would, I, would put, I would put my trust sometimes when I was younger. I would put my trust in some chairs and they would just let me down, literally. I would put my trust and they would let me down because of my... Uh, Anatomy, yes, thank you. We put our trust in things and, and, and in people sometimes. Sometimes they may let us down. Sometimes they, they hit it over the fence. I, I, I'm reminded of a, you know, exactly what happened today. I was helping a young man with his car. He had an issue and, uh, and, uh, we went to his house to get some tools because I didn't have the right ones and, and, uh, he came out of the shop. He came out of the shop where his tools were, got in my car and we were about to drive back here and he had one wrench because he knew it was, it was a 5.8. And, uh, and I go, you know, 
uh, are you just going to bring that? And he goes, yeah, I'm just going to bring it. You know, my, my father-in-law, he said, this is the one he used last time. And, uh, and so I was like, oh, dear Jesus, this scenario feels a little familiar right here. And so uh, I said, you know, okay, you trust your, 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 your dad and whatever. That, that's cool. How about you go grab a, a crescent wrench just in case, you know, it's not the right size. Well, we get back here to the church, and you know it's kind of cold, and I'm not—I don't like hanging out in the cold for very long. I'm from Maui. Come on now, I—I I, I hang out on the beach any day of the week, but come on—I mean, unless I got a snowboard in my hand, which I don't, obviously. Come on, uh, I, I don't really want to be out in the cold, you know. So, uh, so uh, we go to fix the car, and he sticks the five eights down there, and sure enough, it doesn't work, and he. And thank the Lord for the wisdom of God that I've been through that situation before. And just in case we brought something else. But he put his trust in his dad. And, it, you know, not, not wanting to, but he, he kind of, you know, missed, missed it just a little bit. And, uh, and, and, uh, and kind of let us down. We put it with our trust in, in the dad. And, you know, it didn't work out so, so, uh, so, so well. And, uh, you know, we may have a, we, we may have a tendency going through, through certain things in life to not want to trust things and to not want to, not want to trust in, um, in certain things or certain people. But I want, I, I, I just want to speak to you tonight about putting your trust fully in Jesus because when you put your trust in Jesus, you can't go wrong. Oh, come on. When you put your trust in Jesus, you can't go wrong. There ain't no five eights. Come on. It's the all fit everything. Come on now. Come on now. We put our trust in Jesus. The world says, put your trust in your heart. Well, let me tell you something. Last time I checked, I'm full of flesh, and all I want is my flesh, and I'm gonna, I need to put my flesh under submission. I don't trust my, fle- my flesh. I trust Jesus, who is the God of my flesh, who's going to give me power, come on, to overcome my flesh. We want to put our trust in Jesus tonight. So we want to look at the text tonight. We want to take a look at this story. Many of you have heard this story. You know what, growing up, you, uh, I don't know if you guys know what McGee and Me is, but McGee and Me is like these cartoons I used to watch, which were awesome, like the, the, the Good Samaritan and, you know, Peter going down to get the, the, the coin out of the fish's mouth and everything. Well, I remember this story, and many of you maybe, maybe do as well. But if you ever been, anybody ever been fishing all night before? Come on, you've been fishing, you guys fish all night around here? I remember fishing one time in, in Maui, and uh, that's what we used to do when I was uh, not living for the Lord. Um, we used to go and go, go, uh, go olua fishing. Come on, can I get a hallelujah from my Hawaii people? People, maybe, maybe, not, maybe not sucking it up, sucking the green bottles down or anything, but uh, uh, praise the Lord, we're redeemed, hallelujah. But I, I, I used to go night fishing with my buddies, and uh, we would, you know, we, we'd go fishing all night. And if you, you know, you don't catch anything, it's kind of a bummer, right? It's kind of a bummer. I mean, you don't go, you don't go fishing. You spend all your energy. You stayed up all night. Every, every little wiggle of the, the bell on your pole is just like, oh, you wake up and you're, you're, you're kind of startled. And so you just, you know, you're, you're, you're just up all night. And by the time you get to, to morning, you, your eyes are bloodshot. You look like you just smoked a fat joint or something. I'm oh, sorry. I'm not, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, uh, sorry, Pastor. Please forgive me. You got bloodshot. <laughs> yes, I am the youth guy. <laughs> sorry. Please forgive me. All right. Well, anyway, 
You got bloodshot eyes, and, and the last thing you're thinking about is fishing. You're thinking about the bed that you're going to go home to. And I, I just remember that one time when I went fishing. I, I, we stayed up all night, and I'm just exhausted, man. I'm exhausted. I, I, I don't want to do nothing. I want to talk to them. I'm so irritable. Come on. I'm irritable. I don't want to talk to nobody. I just want to go home, get in my sheets, and fall asleep for like three days or something. Well, these guys in this story, they just got done fishing all night. These guys are cleaning their nets, and Jesus comes up and says, Hey, can I borrow your, uh, your boat for a second? Uh, these guys are getting up in my grill, and uh, they're getting a little close, so I need to back off from them and, and preach from the water. And so, uh, you know, these guys, it's probably the last thing they wanted to do. You know, and Peter, poor Peter, man, the poor guy throughout the Bible just gets picked on, man. Peter, can I, can I borrow your boat? And he, you know, he, he pushes off from shore because Peter said, yes, okay, let's do this thing, you know, and it, isn't it just like Jesus to inter- interrupt us when we're in a most inconvenient time? Come on. Come on. You're out with your family. You, you hadn't seen him in a week and you're out with your family just enjoying a good old time at Happy Hoppers and you see the person over in the corner and they're just looking depressed and God speaks to you and say, why don't you go minister to them? That's the last thing on your mind. Come on. You're standing in the Starbucks line and you got five bucks in your pocket, right? You got five bucks in your po- pocket and you want your Frappuccino. You want your salted caramel mocha that costs five dollars for crying out loud. You want that sucker. And Jesus says, buy the guy's coffee behind you. And you're like, huh. <laughs> right? Come on. Come on. You just worked a full week, you, 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 you just worked an 18 hour day and you get home and the last thing you want to do is hang out, but you, you just want to sit on your couch, grab some Cheetos and just veg in front of the TV, but God says no, go spend time with your wife and kids. Come on. Jesus has a tendency of interrupting us when, when it's most inconvenient sometimes, but Peter, you know, puts down the nets, quits washing, grabs his boat, unties the sucker, Pushes out and lets Jesus preach. Probably nodding off from the back. Probably nodding off. And then Jesus gets done ministering and he says, push out. Throw your nets down. And Peter's just like, come on, Jesus. Do you not know what just happened last night? We got zip, zero, nada, nada. No está nada. You speak English, Spanish? Come on. We got nothing, Jesus. So here we are in this text, and we come to the place in verse 3. Then he got into one of the boats with Simon, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from land, and he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. Hallelujah. When Jesus can use you to minister to some people. And he taught to to these people from the boat. Verse 4. And when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, He said to Simon, launch out in the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, we will let down the net. You know, how many of you guys know when Jesus speaks, things change? When Jesus gives you a word, things change. Come on, blind eyes open. Deaf ears hear. Come on. The lame will walk. The blind will see. We see miracles 
take place. When Jesus speaks, things change. Come on, seas are made silent when Jesus speaks. When Jesus gives a word, you better listen. Come on. You better listen. Jesus gives him a word here. Come on, push out. Let the net down. We have to understand the power of the word of God. It doesn't return void. Amen. In Matthew 8, 8, the centurion knew all about the power of the word of Jesus. It says, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof. But only speak the word and my servant will be healed. He knew that the power of Jesus' word, just speaking, just the spoken word of Jesus, Jesus speaking, it would take place and that his servant would be healed. Come on, the power of Jesus' word. I, I, I'm reminded of, of uh, when we first got here. Um, and we didn't have anything really. We, uh, we didn't really get to start much of a life after we got, or accumulate very much after we got married. And, and we, we, you know, we, we shipped off for Alaska. We got here and we needed a car and we needed a house. And I remember hunting for a house, man. Whew. Things are a little bit cheaper here, you know. Like if you get a three bedroom in Maui, it's, you know, it's, you know, uh, maybe you could get a four bedroom here, but, you know, not, not a lot of difference. But, we, we began to look for things over here and look for a place to live. And we saw some nice places. We went inside and, and we, you know, come on, we had a budget. How many guys got a budget? Come on, we got to stick to the budget. So we wanted a God deal. Come on, we want a God deal. We don't want just some deal. We want to go. Yeah, come on. Come on. The Vinces are going to get a God deal. Amen. But uh, we were searching for uh, for homes and we just kept on looking and, you know, checking Craigslist and going to houses and, and seeing places, it just seemed like, you know, the more we look, the worse they would, they would get, man. You walk in and, uh, yeah. It just seemed like the, the worse they would get and, and, you know, there were some exceptional places and some great, some great things that were offered to us, but we felt like God was leading us in a, in a different direction and, and so we prayed. Come on, we prayed. Jesus, hook us up, man. Hook us up. We need something, Jesus. And I remember, I remember the day we were sitting in Pastor Daniel's office and, and uh, we were just discussing the fact that we needed a house and uh, we decided to pray. And we just fervently went at it and we prayed and prayed and prayed until finally we, we said amen and Pastor Daniel was like, you know what, I just, I just got a revelation of, of a person I need to call. Maybe this is the one, you know. Well, usually when this happens, it happens. So he, he calls this person and uh, sure enough, we, we went to go see this place and and uh, we figured it was kind of out of our budget. It was it was a, a nice place, and and so we decided to go and see it. So we went and checked it out. And you know, every other place before that, you know, uh, I, I looked at my wife's face to see, you know, what her reaction was. Didn't quite see what what I was hoping to see. You know, when the woman's got it, she knows it. Come on now. And uh, and so uh, you, we went to see this place. We walked through it. You know, we were praying very specifically. We wanted a we wanted a house with a garage. We wanted our own washer and dryer. Uh, we had done the coin operation. Not that that's horrible, but uh, we we prayed for our own washer and dryer, and we wanted a place that was utilities included and a two bre- two bedroom or more. And uh, and so we went to this place, and it had everything we wanted. It had everything we wanted. I you know, and I and I did the check, man. I looked in my wife's face, and she was smiling, man. It was the one I could see it all over her face, and I was like, oh Jesus. And it was a nice place, you know. And uh, and I I asked the gentleman that was with us. It was uh, uh, the husband, and 
And he, he told us, you know, it's, it's a certain price. And it, it, honestly, it, it, it came out to way more than we could afford uh, without utilities. And, and, and we had to pay utilities on top of that. And I was kind of like, you know, I don't, I don't know if this is good. This is the one, you know, this is the one. Look at Shelby's face for crying out loud. This is the one. Jesus, we've been praying. It's got everything we, we were wanting. And, and, uh, and, and so we, you know, we, we said, thank you for showing it. Um, maybe we'll be in contact with you. And we drove back here to the church. And, and you know, I said, well, maybe, maybe Pastor Daniel can call her and maybe we can get a deal or something, you know. So we got back and. And uh, I said, well, you know, well, I'll, I'll talk to Pastor Daniel. Maybe he can call her. Well, we went up, and he was in a counseling meeting. And uh, and I was like, oh, man. So then I went to the restroom. I was like, I'm just going to go to the restroom. Maybe he'll be done by the time I get done. And and so I went to the restroom, and I was going to the restroom. Don't get any visuals now. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, I was going to the restroom. Come on. I was, I was sitting. I mean, I was going to the restroom. I'm going to the restroom, all right? Come on, refo- Oh, come on now. I'm in the loop. I'm going to the restroom, and I'm just thinking about this thing, and I'm just like, God, we don't, we don't have this kind of money. We, we don't have it. it it's, it's not going to happen. I, 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 honestly, I want to, I want to do what's best for my, for my wife and for myself, and, and we're believing that you're going to do something, and. I just sat there and I, I said, God, you know, this is, and he just, he spoke to me. He said, take it and I'll provide. So I finished my business. <laughs> it's so hard to preach when they are laughing like that. So, uh. I got out of the bathroom and I walked down and I saw my wife and I said, I just called the lady. We're taking it. I had called the lady and said, we'll take it. And she said, all right, come, come by this evening and, and we'll, um, we will, um, we'll, we'll sign the papers and we'll do everything. And it was, it was really expensive compared to what we, we could afford. Honestly, we wouldn't have been able to afford it. And, and so, uh, pastor got, pastor got done and we were down in my office and we were, we were working and he came in and he said, how'd it go? How'd it go? You know? And, uh, I was like, well, you know, I told the lady we'd take it and, uh, and uh, we really don't have the money, but I believe that God said that he would provide. And he's like, well, that's not good enough. I'm going to go call the lady. So he marches out of the office. He goes and calls the lady. He walks back in and he, he walks back in and he goes, okay, I think I got you a deal. I think she's going to give you a break. I was like, okay, right on. Praise the Lord. He's like, yeah, I think it's going to be like $100 or something like that. And I was thinking in my mind, you know, I don't know about that. $100, that's, that, you know, that'd be great. That's amazing. You know, better than, than it would be if I took it and they didn't give me the $100. But, you know, so whatever. And um, we, we got up and we started walking down the hallway to come to 12 o'clock prayer. And Pastor Daniel, he just, yeah, I just think she's, she's going to give you a break. I go, yeah, I think so too. He's like, I think she's going to give you like $100 off. I was like, no, come on, $300. Come on, $300. You know, kind of joking slash faith. Come on now. And uh, we got down here. And uh, so that evening, that evening, we ended up going down to the place and, and we walked in. We talked to this lady for about 20 minutes. And she, she had been to Hawaii. That's a great talk, topic to talk about. She talk about Hawaii. It's awesome. So we talked about uh, Hawaii for about 20 minutes and just hung out with the lady. And then all of a sudden, she just kind of stopped the conversation looked down at the application, and she said, you know, um, the rent was uh, this amount of money, 
and uh, it, and, it, and you, you got to pay utilities. And uh, she looked down at the application and she said, "You know, I'm going to include all the utilities, and I'm going to drop it 300 bucks." To the penny of what we can afford in our budget. When you get a word. When you get a word. Come on, Jesus don't fail. Peter got a word. Peter got a word. He got up there, dropped that net. Hallelujah. When you get a word, you cannot fail. We heard the testimony from Brother Eric this morning. That guy and his wife and his child, my goodness, getting a word that God was going to provide even though... They, they were, they were gonna be in the red if they kept on going in the way they were going. They, they stood on the word of God and what they felt God was telling them to do. And the, and the stinking guy gets two raises and all the back pay for crying out loud. My goodness, when you get a word from God, come on, you can take it to the bank. Hallelujah. Peter got a word. He went out there and, um, he casted the net. And you know, I, I, I think of those things, uh, you know, those times where we get words and, and you might say, you know, Minister Alex, I've gotten a word and it just hasn't come about just yet. You know, I, I know what that's all about. The Bible says in Proverbs thirteen twelve, it says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it's a tree of life. Amen. When the desire comes, it is a tree of life. And I would tell you, if that's your case, keep on loving your family. Keep on sowing the seeds. Keep on doing what you know you need to do. Keep on pushing forth. Keep on having hope in Jesus. Put your faith in Jesus. Trust in Jesus. He will never fail you. Amen? You got to hold on to the word from God. Keep on persevering. Psalms thirty-one twenty-four says, Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all you who hope in the Lord. Galatians 6, 9, it says, Let us not grow weary, weary while, while doing good, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. You may not have gotten your, your word fulfilled yet, but I'll tell you something. When Jesus gives the word and he says, Take this boat out, put down the net, and you're going to see a harvest come. But let me tell you something. When God gives you a word, you can take it to the... It may not have come yet. You keep standing on that word and God will come through. Before you know it, you're going to be pulling up your net and it's going to be full of fish. Come on. Don't give up. Keep fasting and praying. Keep on loving your, your, your friends and family that aren't saved. Keep on pushing forth in good, good deeds. God is coming through. I love that passage. Hope deferred makes the heart sick because sometimes we just feel drained. But come on, when the desire comes, it is a tree of life and you just get ooh excited. God is so good. He's so good. When he gives you a word, man. When he gives you a word and he fulfills it. Just changes your perspective of life. He's like, what was my issue before, man? <laughs> you know, Peter got nothing all night. 
They were to the point where they were cleaning up their nets, ready to go home, pack it up, and say, enough's enough. Please don't pack it up. Please don't go home. Please don't give up on that word that God spoke to you. Please don't stop believing that God is going to fulfill that word. Some of you guys are holding on by strings. Let me tell you something. God is for you. And if he is for you, who can be against you? Psalms 20, verse 7. And I'm not going to preach much longer. Psalms 20, verse 7 says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of our Lord our God. There is nothing better than trusting in Jesus. (laughs) I love that passage. If God be for us, who could be against us? God knows beginning to end. And if he spoke that word, it will come to pass. Amen? Amen. Would you bow your heads with me this evening? If you're in this place, you say, Minister Alex, you know, I don't really know Jesus to the extent that you've spoken about tonight. And I, you know, I can't even get to the point where I can receive a word from God because I really don't know him as my Lord and Savior. If you're here tonight and you say, Minister Alex, I really don't know Jesus as my Lord and Savior, but you want to you receive him tonight. I want to give you an opportunity. You might say, Minister Alex, I've done wrong. Well, be of good cheer. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And if we just but acknowledge him and receive him, we're going to spend eternity with him. And I want to give you that opportunity tonight. You say, Minister Alex, I don't know if I were to die tonight if I'd go to heaven. I want to help you find that assurance tonight. And on the count of three, I'm going to have those who want to receive Jesus tonight lift their hand. If you say, Minister Alex, I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I want to know that I'm on my way to heaven, that he's the Lord of my life. If that's you, you say, Minister Alex, I I, I want to totally dedicate myself over to him. I want to give myself to him. Maybe you're here tonight and you walked away from God. Maybe you decided to put the things down and not really follow through, but... You want to come back to God tonight. I want to give you the same opportunity on the count of three. If you want to receive Jesus or renew yourself back to him tonight, please don't miss this opportunity. On the count of three, if you'd but lift your hand. One, two, three. You want to receive Jesus. Just slip up your hand right now. I see those hands. I see those hands. Bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You can put your hands down this evening. I want to... I want to I want to pray a prayer tonight before we go any further. If you'd all pray this prayer with me, if you raise your hand, I invite you to pray this prayer with me. If you'd all pray with me tonight. Dear Jesus, please forgive me for everything that I've done. I know that you died on the cross so that my sins could be forgiven. And I know you rose again so I could have eternal life. Thank you for loving me. And thank you for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Can we give a round of applause for those who accepted Jesus? You know, I, I, I really wasn't planning on doing this, but if you don't mind, I, I'd really like to do an altar call for, for people. 
you know, we may close this service. I'm not sure what, what exactly you have planned, Pastor, but I want to pray for who, whoever is maybe in a point where you, you say, Minister Alex, my, my, uh, my hope is, is dimming. My heart is really weary. Maybe, maybe you haven't seen come about what you wanted to see come about. I want to pray for you tonight. You know what? If that's you, if you would, if that's you, I would just want you to stand to your feet at this moment. Could you do that? You're, you're believing for something that hasn't come about, but you want to see it come about. Maybe you're feeling weary about what's what's taking place. Come on, would you just lift your hands right where you are as I pray over you, Father? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for you're the God that comes through. Thank you, Lord, that we can trust in you. And I pray for every single person, Lord, that is standing here tonight. I pray that your hand would be upon them. Lord, that your Holy Spirit would come and quicken their spirits, quicken their hearts, God. I pray that you would renew them, God, tonight. You restore their faith and their trust in you tonight. I pray that even through time, God, their hope has dimmed. I pray that you renew that tonight. God, that they would see the word come forth. They would see it come about, God, with great effectiveness, Lord. Family members would be saved. Businesses would be birthed. Prosperity would come forth. I pray whatever they're believing for, may it be done according to your will and according to your purposes, God. Thank you, Lord. Touch those that are standing tonight. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a round of applause. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, one more time. Put your hands together for Jesus. Bless the Lord. Come on, just lift your hands to Jesus and worship Him. Hallelujah. Where'd you all come from, man? When I came to the front, it was like half full. We all praise the Lord. Isn't God good? Isn't He? Thank you, Jesus. I want to pull something from the text that he preached from that I noticed because I feel an unction from the Spirit of God to do it. Jesus said, let down the... The what? It's plural. And Jesus says, let down the dance. Peter let down the... Can you imagine it? If Peter down the nets God blessed him and aren't you thankful for the blessing of God but there's sometimes when we go the extra go all the way it is then that the full blessing gets released and I just believe <laughs> whoops I guess she just got blessed right there hallelujah she got blessed all day. That's the way it should be. Come on, somebody say, I'm going to let down the nets. It's a great word, Minister Alex. Come on, say, I'm going to let down the nets. And his word. So there's a couple people here, and you don't need to stand, and you don't need to raise your hand. But you realize that you just let down the net, and you're not, you've not let down the nets. All of them. What a great word. I got encouraged. Put your hands together for the Lord. Stand up on your feet.
Take someone by the hand. Minister Alex, why don't you come and close us? What is a great word? You come and close us tonight. Come on, pray for the person on your right, person on your left. Thank you, Lord. God, you're good to us beyond even what we know, Father. Thank you, Lord, for moving in this house. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, even as you continue to speak to people. I pray, Lord, that you would even be with us even as we go home tonight. Thank you, Lord, for the unity that's in this house, God. We just, we just thank you, God. We're so in awe of you, Lord, your goodness, Father. We're so grateful for who you are. I pray, Lord, that you would use us this week, God, as we go forward, Lord, to our jobs, to our families, to our homes. God, I pray that you'd be upon us. Strengthen us, God. Put your anointing upon us, God, that we could walk in effectiveness, Lord. That we could glorify your name, God, through everything we say and do. And I pray, Lord, that you'd be with us, Lord. Bless us, Lord. Keep us, Lord. In everything that we say, everything that we do, every person we meet, God. In Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said... Amen. God bless you. Have a great week. We'll see you Tuesday night, 7.30 in the second part of a message. It's going to change your life. Don't miss it. 7.30 Tuesday night. God bless you. Get involved in all the different things that are taking place here at KC. We love you.